Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. <sighs> and I'm Chris. And it has been four weeks. <laughs> we are sorry, everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, things happen. Time, time is going super fast and yet nowhere at all. It is literally amazing. We really, I feel like that is very accurate. Uh, we are moving ahead at light speed, I think, like, because a lot of my days are very similar. But also, we haven't made any f- progress in America with this <laughs> virus. So we're not moving forward at all. And that's a little frustrating. We're doing all right in New York State. I mean, honestly. We are. We are because we're champs. Well, but we, we did a, a legitimate lockdown to the detriment of, you know, I'm sure some entrepreneurs and some small business people and, you know, like things like that. But we did a legit lockdown. I mean, numbers are down, 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 you know. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, commerce suffered a tiny bit, but, you know, people, they're alive. Yeah, and I just, we've done so well here in New York that when I look at other uh, countries, other countries are laughing at us. When I look at other states, I'm like, I I don't understand Mm -hmm. what, like this, I was traumatized for all of March. I'll admit it. It was hard. But like, we're, I mean, we're endurance runners. We can do hard things, right? Maybe that's why we're so good. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, it's like some people just didn't want to do that for a little while. Like, it sucked. It really did. I, I mean, listen to our old podcast. I was a mopey bag of pudding. That's what I was. You know what? You make a, and we made this point, but now it resonates with me even more because I sort of flagged, uh, I was, I was a little off my uh, game at like the end of June, beginning of July. And I had, we'll get into all the other reasons, but um, I do think we can do hard things. And you know what? Like not only that we can do hard things, because I think a lot of other people can do hard things, um, but we can like sit in a hard thing and just be with it and be like, this is how hard it's going to be. And like acclimate to that, you know, it, it doesn't, what's it, David Horton, it doesn't always get worse, right? Like this is where we are. We're in a stew and it's an uncomfortable, gross stew, but we can sort of sit with it and endure it for however long it's going to be. And that's what we're doing in New York. It's not like. We stop the spread and then it's like, okay, everything back to normal. It's like, we're still going to wear masks and it's not that big of a deal. Really, it's not. I mean, it's amazing. I am back to full time at CTB, more than full time actually now, which is lovely, which is another another reason where, you know, there are a bunch of contributing factors to the four week lag. But um, we uh, like it's amazing to see people who aren't from here and they come in without a mask and it's like, where have you been the past like four months and it's not going to change. And, you know, um, but most people are really good about it and now we're used to it. So it's just another thing you do to not be a, like, I mean, it's just, that's just how today. 
I know I'm crass. I'm like sweating in this stew that you're talking about. Um, and you know, it, it's not hard and it just boggles my mind that like one people can completely disregard science and what doctors are saying just because they want to go to the beach or they don't want to wear a mask. And two, how like easy this solution was. I didn't know you were going to pop off in this. I thought you were going to be so ready to talk about running. I didn't know you were going to go, uh, go all social soapbox, but I'm, I'm feeling it. Like, I mean, stubborn, dumb people are, um, why I've, well, I guess it's, it, it's similar. It's why I've become a little bit insular. You know what I did in June? I don't know. I don't know. Cause you know what I did? I just stayed home and I did things with the family and I was, so I got poison Ivy the second week of June. And if anybody's heard my other poison Ivy, uh, my other podcast, uh, I've ranted and raved about what happened to me when I got poison Ivy back in, um, Last fall, it was the first time I ever got it. Apparently now I'm susceptible to poison ivy. So I had a good running streak in May and then I got this poison ivy. And when I get it, I have to take steroids. And when I have to take the steroids, I feel like my chest is going to explode and I can't run on it. If I run, like I crash, like literally narcolepsy less than an hour after running. So I was all aggravated that I couldn't run, that I got this poison ivy, and then I'm just itching. And the people in the world are all like, I want to go to the clubs. I want to go to the beach. I'm like, I just want to go for a damn run in the woods. So I uh, I hung out with the family. And I did dad things, and I was just doing some dadding and uh, working, and I didn't I didn't care about the Internet. I didn't, I didn't do nothing except take care of, Take care of me, I guess, in a way, you know, and I, I regressed and uh, yeah, I missed. So then July came around and I started missing people and I said, Hey, I miss society. So I went out into society and what did I see? I saw a bunch of idiots and I was like, dang, damn, <laughs> I was like, how, yeah, I was like, what? I can't I leave anybody alone for like, I can't leave the world alone for like 20 minutes. And then, oh, so, so I went back into my hidey hole and I felt better, but I don't like being in my hidey hole. I like people. I just hate society. I like people, but I hate society. It's really amazing how, because in Ithaca and I don't know about Rochester, but we live in this bubble of progressive liberal thinking. And I love it here because it's so different from where I grew up. And it's so just like people care about each other. Like, you know, who's an out of town person because you know, like they're either not wearing a mask or they're doing something silly or whatever, but people care about each other. And even if they don't think about it, like if they're reminded, they make a change. They don't really try to fight you. For example, CTB July 4th weekend, crazy busy, right? Well, part of my job was making the announcement, please everybody maintain six feet of space. We're very glad you're here. Thank you for being patient with us. Maintaining the six feet of distance is not going to affect the time you get your order. Thank you for wearing your masks. Thank you for taking care of each other. And to be honest, nobody got mad. Everybody just like, oh crap, yeah, six feet of space. And they moved. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I live in this lovely town. Yeah. But I feel like I also am very blessed because I read the New York Times every morning and, you know, you see the curve and it's like New York going down, everybody else going up. And you're like, 
I don't understand. Aren't we all Americans? But it's just so strange. And it's very, I've had to really like a lot of times, like I I am venting a little bit right now, but I'm glad that I have my roommate because we do see similar things and we can talk to each other, but then we can, you know, also laugh at a cat video or we can just, we wear our masks, we're doing the best we can and that's all we can do. And it's frustrating that you can't really do much more besides wear your mask. And it's so simple, but also frustrating. <sighs> so how's your running, Ben? It's been great, actually. So everything besides, like the world, t- shit show. But like personally, I'm doing pretty well, actually. Um, I told you I've been going, I went back to CTV and it's been, pre- it's been nice to have, to be busy. And this past week I've worked, today was my first day off in seven days. And every day kind of felt a little bit like Groundhog Day because I would get up, I would run, I would go to work for nine-ish hours and then I'd come home, eat, sleep, rinse, repeat. But running has been going super well. Um, My mileage is cut a lot. I did take on a coach, which is the coach that coached my teammates and I pseudo for my past year of running. He's now, he and I are working directly together. You've gone legit. Well, I don't know. Um, He, and so he and I are working directly together, I guess is what um, I would say. Oh no, you don't have a, you don't have a buffer. No, I don't have the, oh, I didn't want to do what you said today, so I'm going to do something else. It's more like <laughs> I just do it. And it's been great. Um, I'm actually transitioning into 5 and 10K training, so it's been a lot of, like, remember when I told you about workouts? Like, we just do one minute on, one minute off. So um, yesterday our workout was, uh, or my workout, because um, I'm my training partners don't want to train for the 5 and 10K. Um, oh, no. They, I know they you lost um, your you lost your rabbits. Well, I hadn't <laughs> run with them in a couple months anyway because of COVID, you know. So I have a new rabbit though, new new fasty. So it's that's nice. Um, but so yesterday our workout was six by one minute on, one minute off, and then uh, jog to a hill, and then six one minute hill sprints, which. Uh, word well too easy too medium and too hard and then six by one minute on one minute off again and by the end I was cooked but it was nice like it was you know I if they're shorter reps it's not marathon training my long run caps out at 85 minutes so um not nothing like it's just new and it's fun and it's fresh and even though the weather is kind of terrible everything is effort-based I don't have any paces to hit but I've been seen a couple paces on there that I'm like, Ooh, that's smoking. Nice. nice. But, um, nothing is, everything is effort because of the heat and humidity and everything is new. And it's kind of hard to be like, why don't you try to hit this pace on this hill? It's like, I, how would I don't? Yeah. Um, and, but, uh, my coach has been really great. He's, um, very responsive. And, um, so it's just been a lot really fun. Running's been fun. Yeah. But that sounds like heavy VO two max training in the heat. That's going to totally amp you up for fall. You're going to oh. be like, you're going to get that nice cool air and the oxygen in the fall. And you're going to be like, you're going to be like infused. And you're yeah. Just gonna- and then I'll peak. And then right as races start to come back, I'll be like, Oh, taking time off. Nope. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, it's all money in the bank right now and I'm just having fun. So running's been going really, really well. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm getting back at it. Uh, so yeah, I whined about that poison ivy, but it's a uh, cheese. It's a thing. Um, 
like I said, we were going to roll. I was going to roll out of May with my 100-mile May all, all happy. And it was like June 6th or 7th that I went on to prednisone and dun-dun-dun. That was it. Dun-dun. Uh, and it drug me right out of it. I'm nothing if not streaky, like so streaky. Um, but I'm feeling good. Um, I am feeling like, uh, well, so when I go to sleep at night, like the thing I think about is I'm going to go running in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, the thing I think about is, ooh, I got an extra hour of work. And so I got to balance that a little bit. And like, it's good that, um, the work thing is happening cause it's work. Um, and it's good that like my mind is not just like, Ooh, I got to work to get money, but it's like, Oh wait, no, I can do X, Y, Z. I can get this stuff done. Like it feels like good stuff. Like I'm choosing to do it, but I'm not choosing the run. And so I got to figure out how to choose the run, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but at, at this point, like, I'm kind of like uh, just happy to be um, happy to be talking with you for the first time in four weeks is really I what know. it comes down to. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're like feeling a little bit more, you know, into people. Uh, that's always good for me. Yeah, sorry. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't feeling into you. No, I know it was just, and, and I understand. I mean, one, you're not running, so you're not getting those happy, good chemicals. You have poison ivy, so you're all itchy. It's sweaty, so you're even more itchy. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's it, you have a lot of work. And so I think you did, it was self-care. I mean, you just hung out with the family, like um, took off from learn. I mean, you didn't miss anything. We're still in the same situation. Yeah, I feel um, like that. I feel like I took off from I I I took a pause. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, and uh we all like I I wasn't I'm never offended, honestly. So, uh I'm glad we talked today. Well, we still we still chatted over a text. It wasn't like we stopped being friends. I don't want everybody to think that we weren't friends anymore. Uh that's true. We are still friends. Uh, tentatively. Tentatively. (laughs) Um, No, but you know what? It's weird because, um, and I try to spin it in some ways, however I can, especially when we're on the podcast, I try to think of like, you know what? Maybe somebody else is dealing with the same exact damn thing where they're, they're tired of people and they're tired of the news and they're tired of, uh, you know, they go to the grocery store and somebody stands too close to them and they're just, they're tired of it all. So then they go inside themselves or inside their house and they're like, I hate everybody. And they're like, but no, I actually don't hate everybody. I like people. So then they go back out and then they're chased back in. And you know, it's like, it, it can, it, it can happen, you know, and it can be, um, but for me, like what it did was it sort of, it made me stop doing a few things that I actually wanted to do. Um, so you got to figure out how to deal with that. Well, I, what I'd say is like, I mean, I obviously can't just like hole up here and not go to work. Mm-mm. So I think that because I know that I'm going to be with people and with a struggle sometimes every day, 
I purposely like carve out time. Like I'll think like, okay, I have to go to work now, but like, I don't know. I'll think like, okay, when I get done with work, I get like, you know, this is what I'm looking forward to every day. It's not just like, Oh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. It's like, no, every day I'm going to look forward to something. It, it will be something. And sometimes it's just when I get home and I need to listen, I just want to listen to a podcast and do my mobility training in my room with my door shut. And it's not me being rude or anything. It's just me. Like I just need this or like, you know, I'm going to have my favorite dressing tonight or like, am I like, I'm going to like say, or I'll save like an article or like a video that I want to watch. And I like, that's my little. And so for me, it's been like little wins, you know, like just little, um, things that I can look forward to, even if they're not, you know, just I lo- like low threshold for gratitude here, people just little things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think um one, if you're gonna have your favorite dressing, don't have that weird ass tahini thing that you made the oh, never mind that thing. Um I don't but, know what your guy why I know you don't. haterade. I, <laughs> it's not it's not haterade. I'm caring for your safety. <laughs> I I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> But that's okay. Um, but I agree with you. Like, uh, so you, and, and maybe that's what I've lost because I would go into work, right? And you got to gear up to go into the office. You got to, you got to get your game face on and you got to go. I haven't, I haven't had to put my game face on for work in four months, you know? So I stroll into work all casual, like, like the dude, you know, wearing a robe and drinking a white Russian, like, I should try that to my work on Friday. I don't know how that would go because you got to deal with dude. Because you got to deal. You got to deal with the public, so you got to have your game face on. Yeah, and and I I'm the deputy. Actually, that's what people call me at work now. Nice. I know because I am the person that's like, please six feet of space, everybody. You know, keeping it Um, keeping it legit there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so and also because that song, I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. So that's why I'm the deputy. Okay, good. You're not the sheriff. <laughs> no. <laughs> you certainly don't want to be the cops. So be, <laughs> be the deputy. Um, yep. All right. So I need to do that, and I practiced this week. I went out in public more, so I'm gonna go out in the public more because I, you know what. Like, it's not that I'm afraid of COVID. It's not that I, uh, I I understand how to protect myself. It's that I I stand next to somebody who walks in like, I don't need a mask. I'm going to do this thing. I'm coming in here. And who cares about all y'all? And I'm like, I get angry at that person. And then that person lets me or I let myself be angry at that person for hours after the interaction because that person is a jerk off and I'm letting myself be angry at them. Even if I'm not around them anymore. And I got to just be done with that. I think that for me, um, Oh, you froze a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's cold in here, Ellie. Sorry. You're frozen. Okay. Now I can hear you. Um, I said it was cold in here. That's why I was frozen. Oh, see, lucky you. I'm sweating up a storm. Um, so I agree. I think that though, what the, the practice, because because I have to go out in public every day, I've gotten practiced at this. And so I have a strategy. So I assume that like, I try to assume that most people like 
aren't completely like complete jerks. And so I try to come at it with like more of a try to be understanding and thoughtful. And I mean, as cliche as it sounds, I try to have a presence of like, I would rather love you than not love you, you know, assume positive intent. Yeah. And it's like, it's also about having something practiced. So like, if you do see that just something not, it's going to be confrontational because that's what it is, but not condemning or making them feel like an idiot or something like that. So it sort of encourages them to make the right decision rather than you telling them, put on your mask. It's like, so like at CTV, what I do is I say, everybody, we would like you to maintain a six feet space of distance. You can wrap around the building. You're doing this will not affect your order or the time that you get it. And then I always come at it with gratitude. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for wearing our mask, your mask. Thank you for doing this. And if we keep doing this together, we're going to open and things will be normal sooner. Thank you, everybody. And then I go back and I take the next order. So it's like, and I made that up. It And I just say it every like 15 minutes when it's busy. And so saying that, I mean, it's more like this lady isn't trying to be a bitch. She's trying to like she's being nice. So why don't we just be nice back? It's pretty simple. And I've had pretty good experiences with this. Of course you get the odd customer. That's just like, I can't breathe. And it's like, well, um, yes, you can. And too bad. I will serve you outside. Like we've had people that are belligerent, but it's always like, maybe because I'm paid to do this also, like I can serve you outside. I will come and take your order. We just really can't have you in here right now. It's, it's not, it's, it's all about tone. And so I feel like when the next time you go out in public, if you see that, maybe have like a line or two of what you want to say, just to be like, you know, it, it would really mean a lot. It's really important that you wear a mask because, you know, we're doing it to protect each other. And right now we're all in this together. And if you do that, we'll get through this faster. I know it doesn't seem like it makes a difference, but it really does. And then walk away. I mean, yeah. cause like, if you're just nice, like hopefully they'll do it. And if not, like then go key their car. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think people do have a, a measure of respect for people in authority, right? And as much as CTV Fresh is CTV Fresh, you're still in a position of authority. So anyways, all of that aside, let's let's throw all that. I, I know what I need to do. Um, what's been going on in the world of running while I've not been out of uh, running? So that's another thing I haven't. So I, I've still been communicating with people, but in the world of racing, I am just out of it. Like I, because I don't feel comfortable going to races. I don't, I mean, is anybody I, even racing? Is anybody so, racing? Well, that's not our thing. Uh, Amelia told me today that Cayuga is still happening, but the only thing I've communicated with Ian about has been the trails collective. So I don't have enough bandwidth to talk about Cayuga. And also I don't have enough bandwidth to volunteer for it. Cause I'm probably going to be working. I mean, if I'm not working, I could go out, but also I'm like, I don't know how this, how I feel. And I don't want to be there if I'm conflicted about it. So, um, I don't really know what's going on in the world of racing, except for apparently Hugo is happening. So, um, 
we shall see what Ian does. I have read a couple about like how races have happened. And honestly, I'm sorry, but like, I cannot get jazzed for that. I could maybe get jazzed for like me and five other people running a race on the track or around the waterfront trail. Maybe like, because that feels like a workout or it feels like, but a, an event where people go off in waves and I mean, no, so I will see how Cuba Trails goes and I will report back or you could come out and we could fix my microphone and then we could see what Cuba is. I, um, the most appealing part of what you just said was fix your microphone. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That's how I'm drawing you in. What if I, what if I went to Ithaca and fixed your microphone, but didn't go to where 200 other people are sweating and breathing all that over each other. That sounds good. We could just, you could just come into my kitchen and I could cook for you. <laughs> that, you know what? That sounds amazing. And yes, we can maybe so. go to the, maybe we could go to the park when Cuga is happening accidentally and see what it looks like from very far away. You know, I'm getting like a vision of us like, in the bushes, like spying on with the binoculars, like spying with, with like and some, then, with like and some then safari like, hats. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow Ian like comes behind us, like guys, what are you doing? Like, hi, hi, Ian. Hi, we were we were just trying to figure out how to bandit your race. That's I thought all. you were busy this weekend, Ellie. <laughs> like no, Ian, I I could maybe run about three miles of this course. Like yeah, um. Uh, yeah. So when is it, it's happening is, was, is it still the same date that he rescheduled like July 18th, weekend, yeah. July 18th. Dun, dun, dun. So, so twisted branch canceled. Yeah. So that, and there's, there's a thousand reasons why, right? Every race should cancel. So I, I and the thing is I've come to peace with it. And I think what's frustrating me, and this is the thing I have to get over. I still haven't gotten over. It's like, I've come to peace with not racing in 2020. It frustrates me that like some people want to race so badly that like this is irresponsible or I mean, I think it's a million different things. Um, I don't, I don't know that we can ever nail it down to, uh, I don't think it's irresponsible. Like, I mean, he has permits, so it's obviously okay for them to do it. It's just, you know, I don't, um, I guess I'm, I kind of wish that like other people were just like accepting of like, maybe just no races in 2020, you know? Um, but obviously that's not, there's so many, so much going into it, economics and like people love to race, but also it's like, why do you love to race? Most of the time it's because of all the people that are there. Now your people are going off in waves and there's no aid stations and that sucks. Yeah. Our, um, when we were discussing Twisted Branch, one of the number one things was one of the things in the pro column and the absolutely, you know, um, shining guiding light was wouldn't people really love it? Like, this is what people need right now is a big, giant, like, gathering, a trail race, uh, like a community and all the people you wanted to see and all the people you wanted to run with and the experience that you've missed since March. That was like a, that's what we would have. And then right next to that was, what would we get uh, in return for that, right? Is like... 
we're putting people at risk. We're put, making some people feel uncomfortable. We're making other people feel like they're missing out. Like, so understanding that what people want is what people want is what they can't have right now, you know, and there's a reason why they can't have it, you know, and, and unless we can get rid of the reason why we can't have it, all the reasons why they want it don't make sense. I, but the, I just am like, runners are really good with delayed gratification. I mean, they absolutely I, I'm are. like, we're, we're going to like, just think of how good 2021 is going to be like, you know, it's, and I understand because, you know, sometimes like I, I and I understand I go, I flip flops. That's why I'm just like omitting myself. Like, I just don't think I'm going to race in 2020 and that's, or well, I already did. I, I, I'm not racing again. So, and it's, I feel like I, I have an all or nothing personality. So I'd rather races come back like I knew them and then I'll do them and I'll wait for that rather than have a subpar experience where I just don't feel like I'm in it. Well, and, um, I think, I think you're right. Um, runners have a really great, um, appreciation for things that they've worked hard for. Um, but I also think that race directors have a natural inclination for wanting to get people together, right? I mean, because it's hard friggin' work to put on a race. You know what's even harder to put on? A race with safety and COVID in mind. They have an inclination to get people together because they, they have to, Um because there's no other reason why they would go through all the friggin' hard work that it takes to put on a race, right? Like they love seeing the community and the party. So they're naturally inclined to say everybody wants to get together, right? Because if everybody didn't want to get together, then nobody wants to go to races in general. But you know what's harder to put on than a race? A COVID race, like six feet apart, for packet pickup, six feet apart for start line, six feet apart on the trails. How does that work? Aid stations. Now you got volunteers that are putting themselves quote in the line of fire. And what does your finish line look like if you're not giving out high fives and hugs, you know, like, yeah. <sighs> so wait and wait, we shall, and we will keep doing it and we will keep wearing our masks and that's just what we're going to do, everybody, right? Right. All right. So we talked about Cayuga, and uh, that's the only race that I know of that might still happen. And it's in two weeks, no, less than two weeks. Well, so I guess are. I'll report back. Yeah, there are some races that moved themselves out to September that haven't. Um, so um, Ontario Summit moved from... Memorial Day ish weekend out to September. Also, the Boilermaker moved itself out from July out to September. So, I'm going to be interested to see what happens with. Well, and you're doing 5 and 10K training. You know, Boilermaker is only 15, you know. Um, also 15,000 people. <laughs> oh, Ellie. I mean, oh, it's like, okay, say your house is burning, but you're hungry. It's like, 
Should you deal with the hunger or should you deal with your burning house? Deal with the burning house. That's COVID. So hungry, Ellie. So hungry. That's a good transition segment. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I haven't, had a, I haven't had a food segment in four weeks. <laughs> I know. What have you been eating? <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, yeah, right. Summer's got you fed. Um, summer, uh, this, I don't know what I did lately. Um, but I have been getting like, um, this interesting plate. Uh, so I, I work downstairs and the little Heidi hole. I have my own little office down here office. I have a room in which nobody else has ever liked in the time we've lived in this house. So it's mine. Um, but she's been making me this. It's not quite an omelet. It's not quite a frittata. It is an, an egg melange. I don't know. But it is all of the vegetables that like we chop up and we like maybe use some for salads or we use some for dinners. And then like I get all of them thrown into a pile of eggs. So, I love doing that. That's yeah. so good. Bonus, <laughs> melt some cheese on top and yeah. oh, best. Yeah. So it's like one Frank's. day. One day, uh, yeah, Frank's or uh, um, Cholula, like uh, she'll alternate between the two of those. Um, but one day it was like cucumbers and red peppers and asparagus. And I was like, I was like, I would have never put these three together, but pretty good. And then, you know, like, because it's just, it's, it's the vegetables, you know, that we might've had from the dinner before and the lunch before and whatever cucumbers are surprisingly interesting in eggs i don't like cucumbers i think their only purpose is to be brined into pickles so i don't really eat them yeah so maybe the only way i'd eat them is if they had eggs and cheese on them i don't know there we go summer way to go yeah so anyways that's been my uh my really fun thing and my vitamix is back so I am Vitamixin, like, let me tell you. Um, and my favorite thing to, to Vitamix is spinach, apples, and carrots with uh, chia and flaxseed. I just love mm. it. I love it. And everybody was like, and I'm like, this is my green drink. Occasionally I'll put some ginger in it, but that's, I like that. You know, it's got an apple. Apple's a little sweet. It's got a carrot. A little fibrous, little vitamins, and then you got your hearty spinach in there. So that's uh that's my my green drink go to is uh, spinach, carrots, apples, ice, chia seeds, flax seeds. Nice. Go to town. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've been eating a lot of really good salad. It's been really hot, obviously, and so when I come home, um. Mostly, I kind of do what you what summer's doing for you, except for I don't make it warm because I don't eat hot food when it's above 70 degrees. So um, I've been doing a lot of really good salads with like all the good stuff in it, like hummus. I've done some salmon when we, when that was getting tossed at CTB. Um, and I've been making my own dressing. So that's always great. Always tons of dressing. And then... Um, I either am eating a lot of scones with that and yeah, so I'll have like salad and a scone instead of, you know, like salad and breadsticks, salad and scone sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so I love if anybody wants to know what you're going to be eating, they could go to CTV and look at the specials this week 
and know that that's what you're going to be eating next yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, yeah, that'll be on the gram. I love it. Um, I've been also enjoying uh, ice cream and banana ice cream, regular mm. ice cream. That's been good. Yeah. Um, How's that Yo Nana's machine you got going there? It's good. Uh, I actually, so last night was the first night I had it in over a week because I've been um, busy at work and I haven't had, like, I haven't wanted to make it. And so uh, I, that's why I've been doing just regular ice cream because it's a little bit uh, easier to, I don't have to make anything. Um, but yeah, so just all the cool cold foods and, uh, yeah, I used to not like salad, but then I started making my own dressing and adding actual things to it, and it's really good. Yeah, a wise man once said, you don't make friends with salad. You don't make friends with salad. He must not have been a wise man, I guess. No. That was Homer Simpson that said that, Ellie. Oh, I've never, wa- I've only, I've never watched The Simpsons. I know. <sighs> We're done here. I We're know. done here. Oh, I'm sorry. Till till next just... time. Goodbye. Bye bye.